your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Gillian Devlin in for Joe Nash on Live 95. Are you one of the millions and zillions of people who is addicted to Wordle? Uh, this kind of, I think it was around Christmas time, it really took off. Maybe started last October, this little online quiz. It's a daily word quiz um, that lots of people are doing and they're talking about it. And Dr. Elaine Vaughan is a lecturer in linguistics, applied linguistics and TESOL at the University of Limerick and is with us this morning. Good morning to you, Elaine. Hello, how are you, Gillian? I, I tried there to describe, even though I play Wordle every single day, I try to describe <laughs> it there. I'm not very good. You, Maybe you might have a go. Oh, Wordle. Uh, well, as you say, it's a, a recent craze. Uh, it's a really simple game in lots of ways. So basically, you get six chances to guess a five-letter word and you get a few clues as you go along. So if you've guessed a letter that's right, but it's in the wrong place, it'll appear in yellow. And if you've guessed a letter that doesn't appear in the word... It, be, it appears in grey. And then if you guess a letter that's in the right place and in the word, it, it, it appears in green. So I think I've made it sound more complicated than it is there, really. But uh, that, that's essentially the, 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 they're the rules of the game. It's phenomenally successful and popular, isn't, isn't it? it? Yeah. Are you yeah, surprised it's by really its success? Is. Well, I mean, there's a couple of things, I think, that uh, contribute to it's success, really. I suppose one thing is its absolute simplicity, you know. Uh, it's, it's, it, the, the rules are simple. It's very absorbing. It looks at, you know, it, it has parameters, like, you know, it's a five-letter word. And it's, it's a pure guessing game. It does draw on a couple of things that you need to know about language. But there's another part of it, I think, that um, it makes it popular. And that's that it's pretty social. You know, you can, you can share your success or not in Wordle with your friends or online through social media and basically it'll share it for you in a way that doesn't spoil it for others. So yeah. it shows you how many goals it takes you to get the word and so on. And so there's kind of an element of friendly competition in it as well, you know. It's People are absolutely thrilled if they get a word in one, which is really rare. But if you get a word in two, which is a little less rare but amazing in your day, then it's something that you can share. A little sense of the achievement in your day maybe. It's funny that you mention that social element because mm. myself and my brother, I have a brother in New Zealand and obviously they're 12 hours ahead of us. So time-wise, <laughs> it never really works very well. You know, trying to, we do catch up every so often, but yeah. usually he's heading to bed when I'm getting up and that kind of thing. But we started exchanging our wordles and we've yeah. had more contact, I'd say, in the last four months than we had in the previous 10 years, just through competing through wordle and commenting on it and things like that yeah. you know and it, and it's a, been a great little bond between the two of us but yeah it's you, brilliant like that isn't it you, you mentioned the um you know getting it in one or getting it in two there is an element of luck as well we have to say while you can have a strategy luck does mm. come into it it absolutely does and sometimes you know i well i think one one of the things about you know the social element that you 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 talk about there with your brother is that one other good thing about wordle is that there's one per day you're not going to go into a Wordle rabbit hole. You get one quiz per day and then you have to wait till the following day, which probably means that it's easier to, to kind of connect with one another despite the time difference on, on what you're doing in Wordle. Um, and I suppose there is definitely, there, there's that element that you, you might just guess it. But in the background, there are things that we know about language that are being invoked when we play Wordle. 
you know, it's it's rare enough that you would just guess the word, let's say, but you might get it fairly quickly, and that could be just luck. I also think it depends on my, like, completely outside of language and linguistics, that it depends on the time of the day. If you're really tired, it's going to be harder for you to do a word. But uh, there are definitely some kind of non-random things. And uh, a couple of different people working in linguistics had a look at Wordle, you know, in terms of what is it, what is it that we're calling upon uh, when we when we do a Wordle puzzle. And I mean, things that we know about language more generally, we're sort of, in a way, um, kind of calling on maybe unconscious knowledge for some of us, like as in how frequent certain letters are in words in English, or uh, how how letters get combined, you yeah. know, uh, and. Is there is there a strategy you would recommend for it? <laughs> Do you know I was I, I have two, <laughs> so there's one my own personal favourite, and I'll give you the strategy that say a linguist might suggest. Okay. So basically, if you look at um, well, what what things are we doing with our knowledge of language in order to do a quiz like Wordle? So not to take all the fun out of it or anything, but we are kind of calling on how frequently letters occur. So if you think about Scrabble, you know the way in Scrabble the vowels are one point. A-E-I-O-U. They're one point because they're the most frequent. And then you look at the consonants. Now, some consonants are very frequent and they have low scores. But then you look at a consonant like, say, Q or Z, and they're 10 because they're less frequent. So in a way, we're calling upon that. So we're probably not going to start our wordle with a word that has Q because, I mean, you can if you want, but that's not one of the more frequent consonants, right? And then there are combinations of sounds that are possible in any given language, and we're using those. So... People talk about their best opening guesses. So you get people who put a lot of vowels in mm. in a in a word, like say, for example, the word adieu, which came up fairly recently. Um, which is which French, is, and so, which so is I French. object to people starting their <laughs> wordle with adieu because it's not an English word and it's an English language quiz. Yeah, well, there you go. But it is in the English dictionary because it's one of those words from another language that we've borrowed into English as well. Yeah, um, and yeah, I know, but you're right. I think you're absolutely right. It's, it's it's not, it's not valid. Then other people might say that they're going to use a word that is in the plural, like tears, T-E-A-R-S, right? So that kind of has a lot of the frequent letters. It also has a good mix of vowels and consonants. Mm. Um, linguists have suggested irate, I-R-A-T-E, yeah. as the most, the most useful word to start with because it has the most common vowels, E, A, and I, and also the most common sort of consonants as well, T and R. Uh, my own personal favourite, I probably can't say what the word is on the radio, but my own personal favourite, I follow Marion Keys on Twitter, and she has a very good suggestion of a good opening word. Now, I don't know if it's because of the combination of letters or is it how my brain word? works. Is it? Pardon? It's a naughty word, is it? Is that what it you is can't say? It is a naughty word, yes. It begins with, I, can, I can't say it, obviously. Just give us the first letter, so we'll see if we can guess The first letter it. is S. Yes. Mm. And um, it's also a particularly Irish pronunciation of the okay, word. Okay, got it. <laughs> I think we've Excellent. all got it. And so. I, <laughs> and I didn't, you, did, you didn't have to like cut me off the line or anything like that. No. I've been using that as like, quite a really useful starter word. That's gas. But uh, mainly I think because it puts me in a good frame of mind when I start my word puzzle. I use the same word every day and it hasn't been suggested by anybody else. I just came mm-hmm. up with it myself. Um, I use yeah. raise, R-A-I-S-E, which has worked ah. really well for me. That is a really good one. Again, look, you've got the three most common vowels in there. 
and you have the more common consonants as well. Yeah, and then I go, sometimes if I'm feeling, you know, that I didn't do well mm-hmm. the previous couple of days, I might change it to arise, which is exactly the same uh, yeah. letters, but in different order. In a different and order, And then if I yeah. don't get anything, I'll go with cloud next, because that um, has the O yeah. and the U, and those consonants yeah. I see find pop up every so often as well but uh, th- there have been a fair few spin-offs as well there's an Irish one as well right. Cluck, I think it's called that's right yeah yeah there's an Irish version of it which is brilliant yeah and it's, is it a good way to learn a language do you think if you're learning a language to try out the world I absolutely think yeah? so yeah I think so I've been, I'm, you know I've been looking at folk um, recently as well I do think it is because what's happening I suppose is at the beginning it's very difficult but what you're doing is you're activating vocabulary in your brain so if there is a knowledge there that you haven't used for quite some time and you start using it in, in a fun way in a way that's actually quite relaxing for you so I, I, you know if you're trying to speak a second language if you're feeling a bit stressed or you feel like people are judging you, you find it harder to speak. Whereas if you're in a much more relaxed situation or you don't mind make, about making mistakes, you're much more likely to be able to access all that knowledge in your brain because basically you're not so stressed. You've, you've lowered that barrier, let's say. So I think that definitely it is. I mean, anything that sort of activates the things that you already know about a different language are really, really good it's a good way of activating your knowledge and using language that you already know again. And I mean, again, it's in this kind of low stakes way. So it's, I think it could possibly be a really good learning tool. Yeah, well, certainly people mm. are enjoying it. I know you said it's great. Mm. It's just one quiz and all of that kind yeah. of thing. But then they brought out Wordle 2, then there was a Wordle <laughs> yeah. and then there's Octordle. And, you know, I, know, I have found also. myself on certain days spending way too much time on these <laughs> games. You could spend all day in all the variations that there are of these sorts of games, you know. I, I quite like Wordle because of that, you know, you, you can kind of limit it per day. And, you know, I, I mean, at home we always say, have you done the Wordle yet? Don't tell me what it is, you know, and then you can compare what you've got. Um, I think Nerdle is an interesting one as well. It certainly doesn't call upon the sort of knowledge that I have as well, but Nerdle is a kind of a... a, a, a for number, number based, yeah, 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 and and people really, really like that. Apparently, it's been really successful. Uh, and there's another one that is Wordled. I don't can't even pronounce it. It's Word World. <laughs> that makes sense. W O R L D L E. So it's a silhouette or an outline of a country. And you guess the country. Yeah, all of this <laughs> stuff is very good for our brains, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. It's, it's great brain training. I mean, I'm particularly interested in the language-based ones, of course, you know, kind of, because it's, it's brilliant to sort of work backwards and figure out what is it that we're calling upon. So we, we don't always know how to express what we know about language. But doing puzzles like this, you can, because you can say, well, like you say, I use the word raise because, it, you know, this, this one has worked really well for me. And then sometimes it's a rise and then I go to cloud because somewhere in your mind, you know that the vowels and the consonants in raise and arise are more frequent than the ones that are in cloud. Yeah. You know, yeah. so th- that's why I find them interesting to sort of work backwards from that, I suppose. Okay, well, it's it's certainly given me some enjoyment and uh, something, uh, working the brain a little bit, but it's fascinating stuff. Dr. Elaine Vaughan, thanks you so much for joining us on Limerick today. Before you go, did you do it this morning? No, I haven't. You haven't? I was going to see. I wanted to know how many did you get it in today? I knew you were going to ask me that, so I didn't do it yet. (laughs) That was very smart. Dr. Elaine Vaughan of University of Limerick, thanks for joining us on the programme. Thanks a million, Gillian. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Gillian Devlin in for Joe Nash on Live 95.